When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Come all the way back to the PHNX studios here in downtown Phoenix. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, PD and I rocking the mullet. Sean also rocking the mullet. Unfortunately, what was not rocking at the mullet was a Coyotes win. Um, yeah, we a heartbreak, we heartbreak in overtime to open the mullet arena era for the Coyotes. Thank you for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters, and we are feeling sad. Normally, we're not feeling sad after a Coyotes loss. I'm not so sure about sad. I'm sad. I don't want to speak for everyone. Yeah. The outcome wasn't what we thought was happening. It, it, everything was aligning. The stars were right for a mullet win. They really were. <sighs> they truly were. Um, it it's, it, yeah. It started out positive with Christian Fisher, um, you know, opening up NHL scoring at mullet, which is something Craig predicted. We'll give him some credit. Um, and then... The Coyotes were up in this game, and it seemed like the energy of the crowd would rally behind them, and then they would get this win, but things just kind of started to fall apart at the end of the game, and unfortunately, this was the result, and you know, this, I guess, plays into the tank. It does not play into the feel-good story. Of the mullet. This is when you want to win. This is when you want to win, and yeah. I said this to Petey on the drive back from the arena, like, this was the game I want them to win. They yeah. can lose the rest of this homestand. Yeah, and you know what? Everything that we talked about all week long or all year long. Can we lose the mullets now? I'm going to keep I'm mine sorry. on. You can take yours off. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling it. I wasn't feeling mullet. <laughs> I'm feeling I it. I just I absolutely it. love being able to hair flip for the first time in my life. It is. Hair flip. It, it is like, empowering. Yeah. I will say like, it's very empowering. But it, honestly, everything was going like everything was going right. Like everything leading up to the game. I All the things that I thought were going to be problems at the mullet were not a problem. Like I thought the concourses are going to be too crowded. Parking was going to be a problem. None of, no problems. Everything was great. Then you go, oh my goodness, there's an NHL game going on. And that was really cool, that part of it. And then Fisher scores. And it's, I honestly, people jumped out of their seats. And yeah. I haven't heard a building like that. Like that reminded me of Coyote playoff hockey. Yeah. Like I don't know if you'd have that same excitement if it was a, if it was an opening night, Friday night in Glendale. No. I just don't think it would have been the same. No. I agree. Um, it was, and, and you, we use the word and electric a lot, and it was. It and was. That, that student section, I don't know if you saw some of the things that, that uh, Leah tweeted out, but some of the costumes and the way people were um, dressed to this game was fantastic. It was just different. It didn't feel like an NHL game. It was just different. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and we'll get more into the atmosphere at Mullet um, in a little bit, but what I will say is every single fan at the game that we talked to said this is great this is amazing um so from just the fan side it was wonderful and i wish that the coyotes could have gotten a win for the fans um but alas they did not so we'll go ahead and talk about this game as we would any other and then we'll talk about mullet because we have a ton to talk about with that so let's look at tonight's game by the numbers because there's a couple that stand out here the Coyotes only had 21 shots on goal, which is just not going to cut it. Um, they are continuously outshot, generally. 35 shots on goal by the Jets, 
Um, and then another thing, and we'll get to the keys in a moment, but Coyotes did not capitalize on the power play, which is something that's been a strength this season. One area they did perform well, I guess, is with the face-off circle, 59% to 41%. And then we wanted to include hits because this was a heavy-hitting game. Coyotes had 33 hits to the Jets' 18. And and when we talk about one of the things that, that's got to get corrected this season is the shots on goal. The, the 35-21 it was early in this game where it was even. Like it was, it was over halfway through the game. It was, it was fairly even. And then the third period, Winnipeg just took over the game. And it's night after night. Columbus, 33-19, 32-22, 30-27. Opening night was 53-28. They're going to have to find a way to correct that. And what's, what I found interesting in the first period is we also went to the first game for ASU at the mullet. And the same thing happened to the Coyotes that happened to the Sun Devils on opening night is they were looking that first period for the next better play. They were trying to pass too much. They were looking, hey, let's make a pretty pretty play for television. Let's try to do more than we need to do. What they needed to do was shoot the puck on the net. Yeah. Get the puck to the net. And, I, and I, when they finally did that, you see the goal go in off Christian Fisher. It's not a pretty play. It just hits him and goes in. <laughs> His shoulder, I think. So... I, I think that that's going to have to be one of the mindsets that they take on is they need to get more shots on net. They're not going to win games getting 19, 20 shots on goal. They're not. No. The, the goaltending in this league is too good. The defending's too good. It's not going to happen. On the other side of the puck, you can't give up 30, 35, 40 shots every game. You can't do it. So how do they limit that? Well, the first thing, and we've talked about it over and over again, it, it's a broken record seven games in, is they can't turn the puck over. It happened again tonight. It like, happened. It led to two Winnipeg goals. You, you turn the puck over, and, well, the first one for sure, Perfetti's goal is a turnover inside their defensive zone, making one extra play, and then the overtime winner. They're trying to make one extra play at the blue line. Move the puck. This team's got to get better at moving the puck and taking it away from danger. I, it's too bad because you really wanted to see him get a win tonight. Everything was lined up for a win. Yep. It just felt like that night. Everything was it did. going their way after two periods. You just thought it was coming. Yeah, and now this is the first game this season that the Coyotes have scored first and not won. Yeah, they were they were 2-0. and when they scored first and then 0-4 when when yeah. they did not. The one thing I will say, I guess at least, is even though they ended up losing this game in you know heartbreaking fashion in overtime, at least they were up. It did keep the crowd into it for you well, know, the, the majority of the game. The first goal, the second goal, they were up. Yep. And then, of course, Winnipeg came back and scored, I think, 26 seconds after Fisher's second goal, which is a bummer. But just to feel that feeling, okay, this is in our grasp, and at least from the crowd's point of view... That made it better than, you know, some of these games we've seen so far the season where the Coyotes are down three nothing five minutes in, you know, so it could have it definitely could have gone a lot worse for sure. And there were some again, we, we try to find those positives. And in the third period, the ice was tilted. It was tilted in the direction of Karelva Melka. And I've Shots been hard. Thirteen two. Yeah, Winnipeg. That that's not like good. you can't do. They had two shots on goal in the third like, period of the two one lead. It's not good enough. No, but but Karel Vamelka was was lights out in, in the third period, and uh, you heard a lot on the broadcast. If you're watching it at home on the ESPN Plus broadcast, they were like they they gave all the credit to the to the goaltender and keeping this one close, and he deserved it. He was really good tonight. Yeah, he was amazing. He had an unbelievable save that you know. I know the Coyotes aren't trying to collect points here, but saved the game at the yeah. final seconds and at least gave the Coyotes that opportunity to win um, in overtime there. But yeah, unbelievable save right there at the end. And he he could be in the discussion, in the conversation for King, but there's somebody who stood out yeah. far too easily, um, and that's Christian Fisher because he scored the first ever NHL goal at Mullet Arena. He and Josh Doan now... <laughs> Yeah. are uh, the two that have uh, scored the first goals in their respective leagues at Mullet Arena, just as Craig called it. Man, he's never going to live that one down. Um, we also saw Christian Fisher's dad tonight, Mike Fisher's, Christian Fisher's whole family there tonight. So what a special night for him yeah. and for his family. Christian Fisher, our DraftKings king of the game today. Very, very well-deserved um, and, you know, we, we've spoken to him on our show a few times and he's talked about the work he's put in and for him to have not only this monumental goal that will go down in the history books, but to have two goals. And what was that? Goals two and three, two and three the, season. the season. So, yeah. you know, he scored more goals tonight than he had on the year. So unbelievable performance from Christian Fisher. That's why we had to crown him king. Yeah. And we, as a, being a friend of the show, it, it was 
kind of fitting, I guess. I mean, we, we're rooting for Christian Fisher yeah. from the, since he's been here in Arizona, but uh, have him get this goal tonight. I think that was was great. And the way he did it, it was going to the net. I, I know we'd like to see some big fancy tic-tac-toe, but he's going to the net hard. And this team has got to learn to play that way. And especially these young guys that are coming in and developing and trying to go somewhere, that's the way you play. If you want to get if you want to get a goal, you got to go to the hard areas, get to the blue paint, and go in there hard. And that's what Christian Fisher did. Thrilled he got the first goal. Yeah, I mean it really does fit what this team is doing. And and the other thing I think with Christian Fisher is he's a guy that wants to be here. And we've heard a lot over the last year about oh you know this new arena and this team and all the narratives. Fisher wants to be here. And I think that that's something great. That's the kind, that's what we want to have here. We want to have guys that want to play here and he wants to be here. So I'm, I'm thrilled with his success. He said he's going to try to, his whole goal this summer was to become an offensive player. He knows he can score. His career high is 15. He thinks he can top that this season. And well, he's off to a good start. He's got three and seven. So good yeah. on him. Yeah, absolutely. So great game for Fisher. And that, I will say that second goal, like a, that shot. A for- great shot. And then his celebration, like that whole sequence of events was amazing. Yeah. And, th- and when that goal was scored and I was looking around at mullet and everybody on their feet cheering, like that was a real, that was a moment I'll never forget. And when we look back on, on this chapter of Coyote's history, that is a moment that I will never forget. Yeah. And you don't see that kind of atmosphere in a game. And, and I hate to say it out in Glendale. It's, it's just, you don't With play off hockey. Maybe the home opener, what it would have been like 13,000. Yeah. It was, maybe? it was unreal. That atmosphere so. it was so electric. Yeah, super, super awesome. Um, we never got to it, so let's get to it now. And we've kind of referenced what do we some not get of it. To? Your keys. Oh, my keys. Petey's keys. Shut the door. Arizona's last in gold. So against. I thought they did that. Yeah. Vamelka was lights out. Unreal. He was phenomenal. Power play. Nope. Nope. And and it could have made the difference. Like if that if they go three one. Yeah. Instead and, of two one. Yep. Yeah. Mm. And uh, home, home cooking. cooking. It's all about the, the mullet. And it, it is was. all about and, the mullet. And you already mentioned that you thought they might have overthought things a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and it's and it's also something that both teams had to get used to. New ice, new boards. Like, not only had the Coyotes had to practice in a morning skate, and but that's not really much to give them yeah, too Winnipeg much Yeah, Winnipeg never hit the ice. Because yeah. they played a game yesterday, so they didn't skate this morning. By the way, the feedback on the ice. Yeah. Like, from the players, the coaches, and then... I've been seeing on Twitter like the opposing team was yeah, even was saying amazing post-game things. Post-game interview. So great ice, good job, uh, Mullet Arena. Pierre Luc Dubois on air on uh, his post-game interview on ESPN. So really great ice. Wow. There you go. Yeah. You so maybe the ice could be the runner-up to being the king of the game. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it just would have been nice to walk away from this one with a win. And I it know there are so many games left, and we'll talk about how many later when we get to that part of the show. But. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of games left and there's going to be plenty of chances for this team to, to get where they want to be in the standings to go for the Conor Bedard sweepstakes. This was one you wanted to win. This is one I just felt like they wanted to win. And to leave like that is kind of disappointing to leave the building on a down note. Like that's kind of too bad Yeah. because I think everything pointed to something positive happening in the building tonight. And I thought a lot of guys, you know what? I I don't know if there's any great performances tonight. I don't go, Oh, Clayton Keller was lights out or, um, you know, I didn't notice Travis Boyd and all those things. They just did it as a team. I think they just kind of did it together, um, which is how this team is going to win. The only thing I think the fans really missed and were looking for was a fight. Yeah, there was a scrum at the end of the first period a little bit, um, but not that, you know, I tell you, Brian was trying. Yeah, he, he was. He was trying but with Dylan all Winnipeg's, night, so was Cassian. Winnipeg's second night of a back-to-back. I don't know if they were feeling it tonight and probably didn't want to give in to what O'Brien yeah. and Cassian were trying. To, you know, that would have only served to get the crowd more into it, so I'm sure that that's not what they wanted. Uh, and another note, too, just there were, like, if you go to a game at Hale River Arena against a Canadian team, the Canadian team's jerseys are dominate. It's five to For one. Sure. This was the opposite tonight. I yeah. only saw a handful of Jets jerseys, um, which was just a refreshing change. There were tons of Coyotes fans there tonight. Everyone in their Kachinas and their. We saw a couple Cody's. Yeah, a couple um, Cody Coyotes. So, yeah, so that was that was a, a cool part of the atmosphere as well. And this was also a bummer. For I know I had the Coyotes money line tonight. I so did I. Which was a bummer. Oh. I really thought they had it, but if you bet the Coyotes puck line. Yeah. yeah, you know they covered that, um, and if he so I I don't know how Sean did. I'm not even going to ask him. Not well. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but veggie over on saves. Veggie over on uh, death taxes and veggie over on saves against the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, yeah. that's actually a 
a good one. It's actually Sean. pretty true. Yeah. Okay. Well, next the 45 time. Last next year. time they play, I will. Like, there. The mullet screwed up my head. <laughs> we my hair. Put it back on. No, it looked great. Oh man. Well, if you want to win some money betting on hockey or betting on basketball or betting on football, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And right now, new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 if your team wins. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on DraftKings on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Today before the game, we hung out at Four Peaks. And let me tell you, first of all, thank you to everybody who came before and after we left. I know there were people who came after. Petey and I um, headed to Mullet. Sean was there, though. But everyone who came before, who we met, hung out with, had some food, had some drinks, an amazing time. The 20-foot projector screen. Yep. Unreal. Like, I want to watch every game like that. And we have it good here with our three TVs, but... Not quite as good as that. So I had I had the pulled pork for the first time, the peach ale pulled pork. Yeah, I went way outside the box and went with chicken tendies yeah. again. Yeah, and I had my peach ale. I don't know how you, the problem with that at Four Peaks. I don't know how you go how you go away from the tendies because I, everything I on the menu is good. I how is your quesadilla? Oh my money! <laughs> Ch- quesadilla add black and chicken. Stupid. Really? <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Maybe I'll venture outside the box next time. Yeah, I just I just had chicken chicken tenders on Wednesday, so I was like, I yeah. feel like I need to get something different. Didn't eat That's what I said. I had chicken tenders on Wednesday. Wednesday so Worth it. Anyway, we appreciate everybody who came out. We're going to have more events like that. We're always there the last Wednesday of the month. So head on down to the A Street Pub if you've never been. And also, tomorrow, you can hook yourself up with some discounted beer, $15 for a 24-pack of the Fall Variety Pack. This Saturday, only at Four Peaks Wilson Tasting Room on Wilson Street in Tempe, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The first 50 people there get a free Oktoberfest shirt. You must be 21 or older to drink and enjoy responsibly anything else we want to mention from the game itself before we get into the more of the mullet more of the game essence i just thought i, I thought and it maybe it was the mullet that made it that way it seemed like it was quick like it was a it very was fast, fast and that pace, was something that coach Turney said was, he thought yeah. would happen and i thought the physicality this is a team we've talked about the hits already and we talked about i have a I'm not a huge fighting guy, but yeah, we thought there might be one. The physicality in that building, if they can start to light teams up, it's going to be an interesting atmosphere. We're going to talk about atmosphere, but but I think that's what GM Bill Armstrong wants. He wants that physical team that can kind of intimidate teams in this smaller building. So, you know what? I The hockey was... It's okay. This team's got to be better. Yeah. They got to stop turning over the puck over. They got to stop relying on their goaltender because if he wasn't good tonight, that would have been 6 2 again. Um, so they're going to have to find a way to generate some offense. I don't know where it's going to come from right now. Clayton Keller's going to have to find a way to get out of his funk. And, and Barrett Hayton's going to have to show up. And Barrett Hayton, too. And Matias Michelli is going to have to, I think he needs to score his first to get the dominoes. Fall. Yeah, I think there's so many Michelli's things. Michelli's been playing well. It's got to the offense is going to have to get woken up if they're going to start to yeah. win games. And he, unfortunately, on Sunday, you're you're looking at the, the powerhouse from the Eastern Conference with the New York Rangers coming into town. Yeah, it's not getting af- easy. You can't afford to make a mistake. And Charles said in the chat, 18 giveaways by the Yotes tonight. That, yeah. You just can't do that can't and win. win games. You can't. Um, another positive is I feel like Jack McBain looked good tonight. And I saw a comment about him earlier that he looked good. And actually, as I was sitting on the press row, a media member said, oh, that Jack McBain, like he's noticeable. So, you know, that's another. And he's taking strides in the right direction. And he's skating well. He's what we talked about Fisher getting to the net. McBain gets to the net hard. He gets to those dirty areas. And he's a guy that they're hoping is going to be here on the other side of the rebuild. So he's a guy that's a part of it. Yeah, you notice somebody's on this. He skates well, and he's the big body that gets to the net. I just think they're going to need to focus on trying to generate some offense. Yep. Well, new building, same segment. It's Craig. Craig calls. Craig calls. Did you take an elevator? No elevator. Just the stairs. We need to to make a new graphic of of Craig huffing and puffing up the stairs. I have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, Craig, I'm you, got, you got your new setting there at Mullet. You don't have to go up quite as high to get to where you need to be. Craig, we haven't even really 
gotten into uh, the uh, the mullet experience yet, so we'll yeah. throw it over to you. What was your takeaway from tonight being at mullet for the first uh, time at an NHL game? I mean, it's it's the same sort of atmosphere that I saw with ASU. They really carried it over. Um, it was fun. It was it was a fun atmosphere. Uh, again, all all the caveats, right? It is what it is. It's not an NHL arena. It's not going to have that sort of capacity. I get it. It's not going to have some of the amenities, but it's a really nice college arena tonight. It popped. It was great. The The home opener, other than the result, you know, they, they, they let off the gas a little bit. We'll talk about that in a minute. But other than the result, it, it was a fun experience here. Uh, obviously, the three of us also got to meet a, a million of uh, the PHNX Coyotes fans along the way because the press box is situated literally right in the stand. So literally was, in the stand. Literally yeah. in the concourse. <laughs> And we yeah. saw Loyal Sif. There's right there. Yeah. We, we we saw Loyal Sif as one of those that we saw on the concourse. Yes. Um, but wow. Yep. Sorry. I'm moving here. No, you're good, Craig. Um, <laughs> this is better than the basement at, uh, in, yeah, it's great. in Pittsburgh. Where are you in the mullet? I'm uh, up in a suite right now. Oh, so there you go. With the rich people. I've got a nice elaborate setup again one? to elevate my laptop. And, you know, no, I didn't have to break into this one, actually. They're all open and they were very friendly. They were... Very happy to let me do my post-game show from here. So Amazing. We got all the, the time the, we need. The staff at Mullet was very, very if, great. And again, we were talking about the Mullet. There are so many things, and Craig said it this week. There are going to be hiccups. There are going to be hiccups. If there were, I didn't see them. And I will say I ran into a, a friend of mine who works for the team, and he said, he said I expected that we were going to have to put out way more fires tonight than we actually did. So it seemed like things kind of went well. Everything, everybody yeah. I talked to or dealt with was fantastic. Yeah, you usually see those uh, issues expressed on Twitter of, of all, all places. What? Often, that's the place really? you find out. And I, I, I really nobody, – nobody raised any issues with it. Everybody told me they just enjoyed the experience. Now, PD – Leah, we talked about this. Will this carry over? Are they going to have this same sort of atmosphere for a weekday game against the Florida Panthers coming up? We'll see. Uh, I don't know if if they can. It's a lot of fun. Uh, listen, we talked to we talked to Christian Fisher, who scored the first ever goal in Mullet Arena history. I told him I won the bet, and he said, "You're welcome." We talked we kn- about. We knew you were going to bring that up. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I, I figured I'd flex a little bit that I did predict that. <laughs> I didn't say it would go off his shoulder, though, so really fair. didn't call that. But to they be talked fair, a lot about he the scored the next one too. So yeah, so I got the first two. There you go. So there you go. Uh, they talked a lot about the speed of this surface. The ice is incredible, and they they reiterated that the, the ice here is really good. The boards are really fast. They had to adjust to it actually, but I. You know, I mentioned the Florida Panthers, and I said this to you guys. I'm curious to see a team like that with so much team speed, what they're going to look like, especially when we're 14 rows up watching them. It's going to be a hell of an experience. Yeah, same with the New York Rangers. That's another team yeah. that moves the puck up the ice really well. And and the one thing that they did tonight that they can't do on Sunday against the power play like that has Zibanejad, Panarin, Kreider, and, and Fox, you can't take five penalties. They got to stay out of this team is yeah. going to have you can you've got to learn that edge between being physical and being in the penalty box and and I don't think they've found that that mix quite yet they can't they can't be killing penalties all night long yeah and it seemed like that second period is where things got away a little bit be- between the penalties and then like Christian Fisher was saying there were a lot of stoppages in play the camp the TV timeouts and it, it sort of felt like they lost momentum and you guys watched the third period uh, the entire third period was played yeah. on the Coyote zone it just felt. Inevitable that Winnipeg was going to win that game. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. Well, we've we've talked a lot about the game already, so I want to talk more about the experience at Mullet. And let's just kind of go in order from the beginning. I mean, it all started with the festivities outside of the arena, the red carpet. We saw the giant blow up Kachina Coyote um, fans in the concourse. I already mentioned that there was tons of Coyotes jerseys. Normally, it's the opposite where you see tons of visiting jerseys. It really felt like, um, yeah. I mean, it, it was the majority of the crowd were Coyotes fans. Paul Bissonette getting everybody hyped up wow, on yeah. the on the pregame video because who else? Doan Square dropping right. the puck. I mean, I thought that was the perfect symbolic thing. We got the Doan of the past, the Doan of the future. It was the perfect, you know, marriage of ASU and Coyotes, both captains. Two captains. Two captains, two Doans. I just thought that was really, really unique and special and a a really great way to, you know, open up this new temporary. And let me just say it again. 
temporary, temporary. Um, you know, era here at the moment. Yeah, and as I mentioned, uh, that, that that in my tweet, that's hockey royalty, right? The Doan family is hockey royalty in this city. So to have that moment was was really cool. It's almost like the the passing of the torch, right? <laughs> From one generation to the next. It's fun to see Josh Doan so involved in hockey. It's fun to see Shane still involved in hockey. Yeah, that was a special moment in this arena. Getting a lot of people in the comments talking about the goal horn. Yeah, the goal horn, I guess, was a hiccup. I guess, yeah, that was maybe a hiccup. A lot of people are talking about the goal horn or lack thereof. Yeah, it, it, it was inoperable, actually, is what I was told. And I figured if, if I tweeted that, it probably would have drawn some attention, maybe. Yeah, we don't need... You know? what, you, there, ha, there hasn't been any negative attention this week, Craig. No, no. I actually thought about doing this show with uh, the visiting team locker room as my backdrop. Just, <laughs> just, just for you guys. Just the curtain. Did you see our yeah. video with the, the curtain? Beanie <laughs> told me what was coming. So Get the backdrop coming. That's <laughs> brilliant. But That's even brilliant. that, though, like I, I ended up talking to a few guys there. And it wasn't as bad as pe- even people made it sound. I, I don't know. We'll, nope. If you hear the grumblings, you're going to see them on Twitter. And the players have Twitter and the players have agents and the agents have Twitter. I haven't seen anything yet. No, I, I don't it, know. Maybe. Listen, it, they may have been told to keep it under wraps by the league. And you know how NHL players are. Yeah. They will they will circle the wagons. They'll fall in line. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. From what I understood, they were going to have everything there. The, the one thing that I talked about, we talked about, was the cold, right? I don't know how they're yeah. going to manage the cold. It's a, it's a cold rink. Put, like, put some space heaters in there. Go ahead. Just do that to keep the guys warm. Make sure that you have that taken care of. But in the end, they have a lot of space in there. They can use all the, uh, the dressing rooms for the community rink as well to set up various, you know, whatever they need. Everybody can have their space. There's plenty of space, at least, in that area. Well, and we saw the students, too. They have the student section. It wasn't quite as, as it boisterous. Yeah, it wasn't quite the ASU student section where it was 942 and everyone was standing yeah. on their seats. But I will say there definitely was a student presence. For sure. And, and like, they were – when I was over there, they were rowdy. Like, uh, the, the Jets drew a penalty and they were all you know, chanting, you can't do that. And we saw a penguin, a pineapple – a banana. There was a giant bachelor party, yeah. uh, all wearing yep. matching track suits yeah. in the student section. So it, that was a great atmosphere. I loved hanging out on that side. So if you, you know, if you're looking, if you're an ASU student, definitely check that out. It's twenty five. Yeah, because the atmosphere over there was different. That's where the drum line was. That's. A- <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, Thank know. you, Shane, for the super chat. Thanks for the I super chat, Shane. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> all right. Put it on the screen. This is from four four ninety nine super chat from Shane. Who is the shoddy on the right? This is mullet. Yeah, we, we got our mullet. We started with the mullets. I think Shane got his lefts and rights mixed up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard that. Oh my goodness. i can't all right anyway student section great not quite the asu student section definitely still vibe and literally i will i can't say it enough like if you 25 dollars, i think it's a five dollar fee 30 dollars total yeah four rows up from you didn't see this craig because you didn't see any of the game on tv well you maybe noticed that they're live do you see the music when the referee's trying to announce penalties with his microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I did see that. And they didn't turn the music. Like, the DJ was just, oh, no, hell. No, we're going to keep playing music. It was so funny. And the ref was very, very frustrated <laughs> they didn't turn off the music for the mic. The music was loud. The music and was I loud. were trying to, during the intermission, we were trying to film something by the glass. Can't do it. Nope. Nope. Yeah. It was crazy the, the ref loud. Was, ref was probably just going to say uh, penalty on Phoenix anyway. So, you yeah, know, they messed for that sure. up all the time. So, yeah, might I've as well also, drown them out. I've seen a lot of uh, comments in the chat, too, about the Phoenix, Arizona stuff. Yeah. There was a lot of money in the Phoenix Coyotes jar tonight. A lot of money in the Phoenix tonight. jar tonight, for <laughs> sure. Oh, man. But if Craig brought it up, and I'll throw the wet blanket on the, the mullet parade. I am concerned that they can keep that level of excitement and fun and novelty and all that, not just for a week or two, for three years. Let's cross, let's cross we'll that bridge. Let's, yeah, let's it, enjoy. I Yeah. For the hockey alone, it is going to be remarkable you're going to see the best players in the world from 13 rows away and that part alone is going to be amazing i just don't know if they can repeat what they did tonight over and over and over and over and over craig have you ever covered an nhl game from the 14th row nope 
No, the yeah. closest I can remember is, you know, America West Arena when the Coyotes were there, but that was that was up considerably higher. This this was insane. Yeah. This was insane to I was be that close to the I was, action. It changes the way you cover it. Yeah, yeah, I was standing on the devil's deck at one point looking down and I was like, this is the highest yeah. you can watch this. And it was still like lower than the lowest seat of the lower bowl at Gila River Arena. Yeah. Like it, it seriously, if you can get in for a game, I, like just do it because it's so freaking cool. Um, and by the way, and I will just say this now, I did pull up game time today while we were at Four Peaks because I was curious because they always say it's cheaper the day yeah. of the game. There was a ticket um, on there for hundred and three dollars, wow. which is the lowest I've seen. I've been checking game time every single day. That was the lowest I saw. Um, and I actually met a lot of people today at the arena that said they bought tickets today so check the day of the game there's gonna be there's three more home games on this homestand if you are curious to get in at mullet check the game time app check the game the day of the game i promise you you can get a really good deal on tickets on game time you can save up to 60 percent when you buy tickets last minute so check game time not just for coyotes games any sporting event any show any concert Click on the link in our description to buy. It helps us out immensely. So Kenny got his on game time for 95 bucks. Kenny, ugh, I love when people share their stories. 95 right. is great. Like we, we can't emphasize enough. It's rows 1 through 13. So to sit in the lower bowl for 95 for an NHL game yeah. in a small arena with an amazing atmosphere, what more yeah. can you ask And for? the other thing I noticed tonight... And I actually got to talk to Javier Gutierrez in the in the concourse about this today. Is we went from Four Peaks to the Mullet, something you didn't see in Glendale. I mean, I guess to some extent it was around Westgate, but you saw people walking on the streets in Coyote jerseys from from all angles converging on the Mullet. So through campus, at restaurants, at bars, people at the bar that weren't at the the, the watch party that were just at the bar were wearing Coyote jerseys. I just think. That's what I think people in Tempe have to look forward to when the TED actually, hopefully, someday comes to fruition, is that kind of an atmosphere in a town, yeah. you know, where, where people are just, hey, you going to the Coyote game, or even if you're not, you're wearing your jersey to the to the bar. It's just, it was an absolutely different atmosphere than we've seen around here, well, since America West. And it's yeah. not even fully developed yet, right? Listen, they're, they're not going to be in, right in this immediate area, but... The Novus Corridor is still being built up for ASU. That's going to change things immensely once they have that complete. And then you look at all the plans for the TED. You, you think about the synergy between yeah. that area, Mill Avenue, this area. I mean, Tempe's just a, a hot spot of activity. It'd be a really, really cool atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. Spencer, Give you something to look forward to. Uh, I, I believe that. We need things to look forward to. Spencer said, bought a few ticks for the Tuesday game on game time. Fantastic. Got a great deal. Let's we love go. we we truly love yeah, we to do. hear it. That's good. We truly love to hear it. Um, Spencer, thank you. We'll eat for another week, all three of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, and we have our mullets here. Everyone was wearing them. Everybody, there like, were there were so many mullets there. Today. There were yeah. so many, and it was so funny. I was walking by, and, and this guy was holding it in his hand, and it got caught on no. like a trash can. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> like just things you'd never expected. Can, can we get into the one thing though? Before we want to do that when Craig leaves, my, my problem. With sure. The Your, I had one problem with the mullet. Okay. What is it? I think you know what my problem was. Had to do with concessions. Uh oh. Oh, they, they didn't have mini donuts. They don't have mini donuts. And by the way, we did try. And here's the uh, video evidence. Excuse me. Um, do you have any mini donuts? No. She was not she was not enthused. She was not having the <laughs> mini donut discussion. Security. Yeah. <laughs> Get this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was in trouble after that. Oh one. man. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. But I I well, a couple things. First of all, everyone was everywhere. <laughs> I don't yeah. even like oh. I know that might not make sense. Like, there's no avoiding anyone. Like geez. First of all, I saw Frankie Muniz. Yeah. Actor, Arizona local. Yep. Uh, saw him in the concourse. We saw some friends, old friends of Petey. I, I, tell I, this Craig, story. This is hilarious. They're, they're, they're longtime fans. They actually do some work for the Coyotes. Um, I've known them for years and years and years. And with youth hockey and, and high school hockey, ran into them. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. 30 seconds later at the next corner. Hey, there they are again. Hi, good to see you again. I ran into them five times, not a joke, <laughs> five times before the puck dropped. 
and, oh, and, you then, guys again. and then we finally like stopped Stop. running into them and then we're standing at yep. the top of one of the sections look down there in the row Their right seats. in front of us i ran into so uh, many people not just once two three four like that's one thing about a small venue like you see everybody you know yep. like, it's amazing i can't avoid anybody there either and i'm not all that yes yeah, that's great so. for your um <laughs> <laughs> next time i'll stay on the third deck and Oh my gosh! But that that was cool too. Uh, just yeah, that, it was really neat. That small aspect, and it's crazy because I've been now in that building. I've been in the building multiple times. I've been there for two games, two different games. I literally know my way around it. Yep. I know exactly what staircase leads to which floor. I know the names of some of the security guards. Yeah. Like I swear, freaking like come out to a game. It's so fun. All the things I was worried about, like the parking. Maybe it's because we went so early, but the, the around the arena wasn't bad at all. Zipped right in. It was I. I don't know. We didn't have a problem. Yeah. So who yeah. knows? I'm exhausted though. Yeah, we're pooped. That's tiring. <laughs> That's a tiring atmosphere. Like that was a, that was a lot of energy in that building. And it's it's again, it's too bad they didn't win this one. It's too bad. Yeah. They're, they're going to get some wins this season, and you'd like to have some home ice advantage in this building. And you know they hung around, got the point against a, a team that that is you know hoping to make the playoffs. So I, I guess that's good. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the good Craig, thing about being exhausted after this game, guys, is I have a 20-minute commute home. How I know. stoked are you? I actually talked to quite a few people today, including um, some people at Four Peaks who live in the East Valley, and they never – like, they got season tickets this year because it was closer to home for them, and they they always got called about season tickets in Glendale, but they just didn't do it because it was too long of a drive, so they finally made the commitment this year to do season tickets, and it's, you know, way more doable for them. So I've, I've heard that again and again, and – you know, for you, Craig, also, and for the players. I mean, Christian Fisher even said it yesterday. Some days with traffic, it would take him an hour and 20 minutes to get to Glendale. And now for all the players, it's 20 to 30 minutes at the most because they all live in, you know, yeah. like in Scottsdale. So, yeah. Craig, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm thrilled times. for you. Yep, good times for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's do it again on Sunday. <laughs> Let's do it again on Sunday. Craig, is there anything else you want to say before we let you go? Uh, just hoping to have some more arena news soon. Hoping. We'll see <laughs> yes. how it goes. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. How do you say that with a straight face now? Like, yeah. really? Really? Well, yeah. If you want arena news, Craig's going to have it. We've already said that. We say, we've said it a lot. Want to know about the arena? Yep. Follow Ask Craig. Craig. Oh, Karen said, I heard Craig had celebrity status. Well, first of all, yes, because he of the three of us, who got a chair? <laughs> well, guess. Well, Craig. <laughs> Craig had a chair. See, we literally, Lee and I literally stood behind Craig in his chair. Yeah, it was so, kind of creepy, I did get actually. to sit. And people yeah, were coming up. Yeah, you, you did, but you too, stole buddy, it from somebody else. And, and yeah, then that's true. how they didn't many show people up. It wasn't their fault. Had to get, had to, is that Craig Morgan? Is that Craig Morgan? <laughs> really? We did meet a lot of you, and it was really phenomenal to yeah. meet everyone. No, oh, that part, really yeah. Was. Oh, yeah, that part. But, uh, Craig, really? <laughs> He's just so elusive. You I know? know. I guess. It's, it's like, where's Waldo? Deal. It's kind of a big deal. It came out of his high castle. It's kind there. of a big deal. I don't He's know. down with the peasants now. My the normal tower. folk. That's right, buddy. That's Your right. ivory tower yes. up there. At now we just Glendale need to get Pellegrino Arena. in the press yeah, Pelle meal. There was no I'm Pellegrino in the press room. I'm working on getting a different accommodation for myself because I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. So <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hire yeah. I mean, personal I mean, security. I'm, yeah, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the rafters. I'm thinking there might be some place up on the catwalk where I can. If hang if out. you get Pellegrino yeah. in the media in the media lounge workroom, then I know you've really got some pulled some strings because I <laughs> I didn't see it in there today. Maybe oh, next game. Oh man. All right, Craig. Well, we'll let you go so you can uh, get home and. Writer, whatever you're gonna do, whatever it is you do, whatever Craig. it is you do, whatever is you do. Just we don't know, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, Craig. We'll talk to you soon. So Stephen has a comment there. ESPN was surprisingly kind. I, I, I think wasn't everybody. Like I, well, I, I, I didn't hear. We, did you hear so much we negativity put, there? So we did put out Coyotes Twitter bingo tonight. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people were tweeting at us that they already that they filled out a line. So there was a lot that like we weren't seeing. Okay. You know, I was there. I was only really, you know, seeing feedback of people in the building. The feedback, literally, the only maybe the only negative thing tonight was was it the goal horn? Like not yeah. even negative. Just and it'll be there just by a blip. it'll be there by just Sunday. Just a blip. And there's still the howl. You know, they'll but fix it. 
but I didn't see. I actually, I think maybe all the negativity, everyone got it out of their systems yeah. during the week. I agree. And you know we what? saw just about everything under everything on that bingo card was something that was in our mentions this week. And two weeks from now, when no one's going to care. No. They'll, H- they'll have moved on. H- HK. HK. No one will talk about Mullet again. No, they will not. But I will say, if you didn't read Craig's story on gophnx.com today, just about like mullet, everything you need to know, it was phenomenal. It was super, it was long, but it was super digestible because it was broken into categories. Like, I really enjoyed reading it. Um, And, you know, like Craig works his ass off, (laughs) literally. Um, And he, and there is a story that he's working on that's going to be great. So, Become a member at gophnx.com so you have access to read his stories. You also get access to our members-only Discord. We also met a ton of people tonight who said, I'm blank. I'm blank in the Discord. And I was like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, I know exactly who you are. So that was really fun. Join our family. It's it's a blast. We saw a ton of shirts at Four Peaks and at the arena as well. You can get a free shirt from the PHNX Locker when you sign up for an annual membership. So we hope that you do. Um, and... Yeah, when when the Coyotes eventually approve the TED, yep. which I'm manifesting, when yep. the TED is approved yes. and they're getting it all set, I hope that they furnish it with more furniture, more furniture. because could it get any more comfortable wow. than the furniture we have here in the studio? No. I will say the one thing about us not having a seat on the rail, PD, is that normally we're watching the games in our recliners. Exactly. And it doesn't get any better. So if you're looking to furnish your home or your office or, you know, get someone a gift, spruce up your home during More Furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com and receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend at More. PD. HK, by the way, it was Charles. It was Charles who said this. Stop saying HKTDD. Start saying HKDD. HKTDD. H K H K T double D. It just okay. flows better. H-K-T-D-D. So I thank you everybody. H K T double D baby. H K D. There you go. I keep saying H K D though. I'll get it. I'll get it. I promise you, I'll get it. Well, the one other thing, since we're talking about the game, I want to talk about the Minnesota guy. Did you see Nick Bukestead tonight? Oh my God, he almost scored on that oh. breakaway. I forgot about that. He had, he had seven shot attempts tonight. Seven. He had four on goal and seven shot attempts. Led the team in shots on goal. It's it's coming for Nick Bukestead. Just hang in there, and I believe in Nick Bukestead. There we go. There's my Minnesota one, vibe once, following once the Minnesota show, guy. I got to do it. Give the shout out to the Minnesota guy. By the way, earlier in the comments, Steven said, I'm just pointing you guys didn't rock mullets for the show. We did we at the did. beginning, Steven. We have Steven, them. We had them. I promise. It was we'll, my fault. I turned. I, I made us take them off. We'll, was, we'll break them out again. Me. I promise. I promise. Um, I'm trying to read more of the comments because we really appreciate you. Spencer said, still less sketchy than the Saddle Dome. You know See, what? It's newer. But but here's one thing, and this brings up a really good point. They're not taking pictures of the locker room in the Saddle Dome. Or do you remember the igloo? That wasn't that far removed from this. You know what the locker rooms were like in the igloo or the Nassau Coliseum? Like, buddy, like the, this, nobody's complaining about those buildings. We When we were in the coach's room in, in the Saddle Dome, in the coach's room, it was in a bathroom. I'm not making this up. The bathroom was the coach's room. So someone could sit on the toilet and watch video. So we had to put a sign. It was crude, but we had a sign outside the, the stall that you couldn't use. The to- we didn't say it like that. We said something else. But yeah, the, there are facilities around the league that are, eh. But nobody says anything about that. Yeah, eh. And this is no offense, Brad, for living. I know. Sorry, Brad. I know you're listening right friend now. Friend of the program. Friend of the program, GM of the Calgary Family. I'm sure he's listening right now. But get, the, get fix the coach's room there. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Patrick said, I feel like opening night has to be viewed as an objective success. And I would say, like, besides the final result, the fact that it even went to overtime, that yeah. it was a close competitive game, that's this is what we say. Great. We say this every single day. We want close competitive games. We want exciting games. The crowd yeah. was into it the entire time. We were into it. We were invested. And great. Like, we gave, thank goodness, because that was a national media game. It yeah. was on ESPN+. Plus. Um, seeing a lot of comments that, not only was ESPN positive, but the the Canadian broadcast was pretty positive too. So that's great to hear. It was kind of just a refreshing, it was just a refreshing change from what felt like a really, really like nasty negative week. Yeah. 
Like it just, it, it was nasty. The word is fun. The, the whole atmosphere and the whole thing tonight was fun. It was a fun place to watch a hockey game. And I, I think people have been to NHL games and go, oh, you know, it's fine. Watch a good hockey game. But you don't get that same energy level. It's not always fun. That was fun. Like that's a fun, yeah. It, we're exhausted because there was so there much was so going much on. There was so much going on. By the way, that bachelor party, like what a place to have yeah. a stop. Like Scott's. Scottsdale is a huge bachelor and bachelorette party destination. Get a group together, yeah, go to a Coyotes to game, and then go out to Miller Old Town yeah. after. Holy moly. Oh when we've been saying all along the, the Old Town flu is going to kick I know. in here Just soon. wait. The Rangers, the Rangers are coming in on a back-to-back, so they're not going to get to go out. But Dallas and Florida are not. So Scottsdale, let's go. We Mill shall Avenue. Shine. see. Shine. For sure. Um, yeah. And if and by the way, if you were on Twitter tonight, go check out PHNX Sports, PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. We had videos, pictures, all of that kind of capturing the vibe at Mullet. And then check out PHNX Sports on Instagram because the Instagram story, uh, which will be there until tomorrow night, um, just really showed yeah. what, what the atmosphere was like. Uh, something we didn't mention, there was a drum line, yep. which was cool because that kind of brought in that color and they, they were at the top of the student section. And they were, well, they went around all over the ring. Yeah, they, they did. Were they were parked up there. Yeah. But so that was cool because that kind of brought in that more college yeah, that atmosphere. Um, yeah, they, the in-game operations people did a really great job and, you know, Jumbotron stuff, engaging the fans, yeah. the games they played. Like it, it was, everyone was really engaged. I like, it was a really wonderful experience. Um, so besides the outcome, it was great. And you know what? The Coyotes lost their first game at Gila River Arena. They're going to lose their first game at Mullet. Yeah. And maybe they'll win their first game at the Ted because third time will be the charm. Oh, wow. Optimistic. I like it. Yep. And we'll be there. And we will be there. I promise you that. Yep. Also, everybody, there was... Um, the Steven, pot. yes, he did. And he told it over and over again, too. Yes, he was right. He said, did did fish. Steven said, did, didn't... Craig didn't Craig. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we know. We heard about it all uh, night. Yes. Um, and Steven also said, drink a 12-pack of Four Peaks and go off at the game. Yeah. Yep. Literally. And and we, by the way, we told Javier Gutierrez, and I know PD mentioned this, but we said like, oh yeah, we did a meetup at Four Peaks. Yeah. And he was so thrilled to Yeah, that, that stuff's coming. And he said he was, con- he said, hey, the, the organization's going to do stuff like that around the, the, just not there yet. It's coming. So there's more to look forward to. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And Pat, oh, Pat, why did you put that in my head? If Fish got the Hattie, the ice would have been littered with mullets. I know. Oh, that would have been phenomenal. would have been too. Uh, okay, we'll get we'll get our storybook moment at the mullet soon enough. I am sure. Um, I don't know if Foco sells mullets. I don't <laughs> they know. They certainly they have a lot of other thing things you can buy. Uh, they have the best Arizona merchandise, so check them out. They have officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. And they have the Cardinals hoodies for all the Cardinals fans out there. With a Z. Hoodies with a Z or Z as. You say north of the border. Yes. But Z is a three-letter okay, word, Okay, but though. even when I lived in Canada, I never said Z. You didn't Z. say Z? I never did. It's no. a three-letter word. I can never get Z-E-D. behind that. Uh, so Z-E-D. head on over to foco.com for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. And by the way, we saw a bunch of, speaking of merchandise, we saw a bunch of pop-up team stores. Yeah. And they every time I walk by one, busy. Yeah. Like, everyone was buying stuff. I mean, the Coyotes have some of the best logos and, and merchandise in the league i will say so uh anything else you want to say about tonight's game about the atmosphere no i'm done i'm beat yeah Worn we're tired out. we're tired um it was oh, took I, a lot actually out of me. i do have one more thing oh, i want no. to say <laughs> no it's fine that's exactly what you want to hear when you're talking to someone my goodness jeez uh all right the game looked great on tv it did. We watched the first two periods at Mullet. We came back and watched the third one on ESPN. It looked great. If you didn't know, it looked like the same. it looked the same, which, hey, what we've been saying all along. Looked the same, but with people. Yeah, you wouldn't see that at Gila. No. Or, uh, sorry, uh, Desert many, Diamond. How many times did you see at the Desert Diamond where you'd pan and there was like this? The crowd was packed. Packed. Exactly. Yeah. So it looks great so, on TV. It, it looked great. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I know we talk about, you know, it's going to be three years. Maybe the novelty will wear, will wear off, but yeah. that doesn't matter tonight. Nope. Tonight was fun. The Coyotes did a great job. It was a great game. Yep. It was close and competitive. 
and I can't wait to see more games there and I can't wait for all of you hopefully to see more games there or just enjoy it on TV. It's going to be a blast. Yep. We're going to get through it together. It's temporary. Temporary. Let me say that yep. again. Um, but we seriously thank everybody for being here. Every single person we met tonight. Like, yeah, it was fantastic. At, at Four Peaks, at the game. Unbelievable. Seriously, we, we can't thank you enough for all of your support. And um, if you're if you're new listening to us or if you're if you've been here for a long time, make sure you're subscribed to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. What? I was just looking in the comments for Nick. Oh, um, before we go, though, let's see what's coming up for the Coyotes here at Mullet. We've kind of referenced it a lot, but we got the Rangers Sunday at five. Florida Tuesday, Dallas Thursday. I think Saturday's an away game. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's okay. <laughs> and then they're back on the road. On and the road. Back on the, on road, the road again. And back on the road for 14 games. Yeah, they will. <sighs> disclaimer: They will not be like out of Arizona for. Yeah, they the gotta whole come time. home a few they're times. They're coming home Actually, a few times. twice, I think. But yeah. for the homestand, Rangers, Panthers, Dallas, get to out to a game. Get yeah, out get to a game. game. And if you can't. Tune in to us because we're we'll here talking And everyone about is demanding the punch card. So let's see it, Sean. And we have detected a pattern. We have detected a pattern on the punch oh. card. Two losses win. Two, Two losses, losses win. win. So we have one hmm. loss. So maybe loss against the Rangers, win against the Florida. Panthers? Huh. Question mark? Don't that? let that inform your betting or well, do. I don't know. The, the the streak might get broken because like I talked about before the show. Oh, oh Hammer. Rangers hammer the coyotes against the rangers on sunday because the, the rangers suck on day two of back-to-backs and that's what they'll be on halak is not a good goalie he's not shesterkin okay you heard it wow. here first aggressive I you like it. heard it week. here first halak and that's just yeah I, I don't think the coyotes are going to see shesterkin on i'd be real surprised yeah. he'll so, be playing saturday again we'll see we'll be Dennis. here post game either way no matter what happens so like i said subscribe to phnx sports on youtube follow phnx sports across all the social platforms, we have great stuff going on with all of the Arizona sports teams, including college. You can check out PHNX Sun Devils coverage of football tomorrow. Should be fun, hopefully. Sean, they're playing Colorado. ASU is playing Colorado. Nothing about that screams fun, but the show will be fun. That's for The sure. show will be fun yeah. because that show is always we fun. We can make paint drying be fun. It's so yeah, true. It's a great show. very true. So check that out as well. And also, we did pass 4,000 Twitter followers so thank you to everybody. Huge achievement. We've been throwing around ideas for Sean, what he should do. And I'm really mad because we should have made him go to a haunted house, but we're kind of running out of time for that. Um, but yeah. anyway, we'll think of something. Continue to share with your friends. PHNX underscore coyotes. Follow us. So you can follow PD at S. Peters Hockey. You can follow Sean at Sean underscore DePause. You can follow me at Leah Merrill. You can follow Craig, of course, at Craig S. Morgan. Um, and yeah, that's it from that's us it. tonight. The Coyotes lose 3 2 in, in overtime, overtime to Winnipeg in the debut of the mullet. The debut of the mullet. The mullet. Yeah, I'll be wearing more. I will. We'll wear them again. I promise. Again, thank you all so much for being here. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you all on Sunday.